0: Hey, hey, it's me, Maddie B, here for the second installment of the It's Just Me, Maddie B podcast. Now, we've got a word from our sponsors, NordVPN.
1: Hi, today we're going to learn how to use VPN to stay secure and private online. Wow, this is a tough job. Just kidding. When you use NordVPN, all it takes is just a single click. See for yourself. Click, and you're browsing securely on public Wi-Fi. Click, your ISP can't see what you do online. Click. And you're in a different country. Well, virtually. Any device you have there, your VPN has you covered. Everything else is just details. And if you care to know more, your VPN has more than 5,000 servers all over the world. It protects your sensitive data with advanced encryption. Shields you from malware and phishing sites. And keeps no logs of your online activity.
0: would like to thank NordVPN for sponsoring this podcast. Our topic for today, the American Revolution. At the start of the Revolutionary War, both Britain and America had sets of advantages and disadvantages that affected the outcome of the war. Britain had a few key advantages that would, in many cases, give them a clear upper hand in this war. These key advantages were a professionally trained military, much better equipment, and a much greater amount of troops. These came with some disadvantages, too most of which were more situational than not. The British soldiers lacked a defined purpose for fighting in the war, as they sought to gain nothing. They lacked any prior knowledge of the lands that they fought on, and the full force of the British Imperial Army was not utilized in this war. The Americans had their own own set of advantages and disadvantages to work around. The Americans had an extensive knowledge of the lands that they fought on, as well as much better sharpshooters and a strong purpose and will to fight for, which helped the sometimes dwindling morale levels. On the flip side, the Americans had a lot less formal training, if they had any at all, as well as poor equipment and nothing nothing comparable to a navy. These disadvantages made the war difficult on both sides and greatly affected the war in total. The first considerable battle of the Revolutionary War was known as Lexington and Concord, after the two towns that the fighting took place in. The battle began when a force of British soldiers left Boston and made for Lexington, where they were told a storehouse continuing the American rebels' munitions was located. They did not find the munitions, but instead found a small militia that the British were able to defeat with their The British then moved on to Concord, where they had learned the Americans had relocated their munitions to. In a surprising turn, the Americans forced the British out of Concord and defended their munitions. It was the first battle of the war and the first victory in the long war to follow. After the Battle of Lexington and Concord, the Second Continental Congress was created to discuss the matters of the war. There are many highly influential attendees of the Congress, including Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, James Wilson, John Hancock, John Adams, and Lyman Hall. Another delegate, John Dickinson, wrote up the Olive Branch Petition, a last-chance agreement that would grant the Americas freedom. Unfortunately, King George III was so angered by the Americans' actions that he didn't even bother to read the petition. The Congress then decided that America needed an official army to protect it. They named this the Continental Army and appointed a Virginian by the name of George Washington the Commander in Chief. Three of the most influential battles of the war occurred between 1775 and 1776. The first of these battles was the Battle of Bunker Hill, which began on June 17, 1775. The, The battle took place on a hill outside of Boston and the hill was actually named Breed's Hill, not Bunker Hill. The overall result was that the considerably larger British force eventually overran the Americans' strategic position, and Washington was forced to retreat. The battle was also a somewhat minor victory for the Americans, as they held off the greatest army in the world for a considerable length of time, and they used a small victory as a morale booster. On August 27th of 1776, the British attacked the Long Island territory with about 32,000 soldiers, approximately twice as many as the Americans had stationed there. The British used so many soldiers, because Long Island was a crucial control point because of its many waterways. The short battle was a thrashing of a loss for the Americans, and Washington and his troops retreated into New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Later that same year, on Christmas Day, Washington led his troops across the Delaware River and into Trenton to attack the joint British and Hessian force that was stationed there. Although the British and Hessian forces force was larger, Washington had caught them off guard as they were celebrating the holiday with drinking and leisure. The Americans took this victory as another morale boost in stride, and it showed to Washington that to win this war, he would have to use guerrilla tactics and surprise attacks. The final battle of the Revolution was the Battle of Yorktown, which took place from October 17th to the 19th in 1781. General Cornwallis, had stationed his forces in Yorktown, a location that was good for receiving goods from Britain and was, sa- and was safe from attack. He knew that the Americans were coming and he planned to use the British Navy to ambush them. Unfortunately, he was not aware that America had, a- had allied with the French and that the French Navy was capable of blockading the British ships. Without the aid from the Navy, the British ran low on supplies very quickly and could not stage an ambush on the Americans. With his forces encircled, Cornwallis was forced to surrender on the 19th, and the fighting of the revolution was brought to a close. Almost two years later, on September 3rd, 1783, the Treaty of Paris was signed by representatives of King George and of America, and officially ended the revolution. With the treaty came America's three main requests of Britain. To recognize America as its own free and independent nation, that Britain remove all troops from American soil, and that Britain forfeits all land west of the Appalachians and east of the Mississippi. I'm Maddie B. This has been the It's Just Me, Maddie B podcast, brought to you by NordVPN. Signing off.